Hello and welcome to Iden's Scary Stories. Tonight I have a rather personal story. Now this story is taking place in a late night radio studio. If I know anything about working late in the studio, it's that sometimes things aren't always as they appear. And you're never alone. Sometimes the paranormal and my friends from Everly Worlds like to pay a visit while I'm here telling you the stories. So, one such story is the story of Mr. Darwin. Late night shifts in radio studios can be lonely affairs. The air conditioning was set to low to keep the sound quality of the broadcast high. And this made the room stuffy and hot. Mr. Darwin, a, a tall young man with pale skin and dark hair that had been styled into an asymmetrical vintage-inspired quiff, sat rocking in his chair. He looked out at the dark, empty streets through the window as he listened to the news on the radio show his co-worker was broadcasting across the hall. A couple of other people were working late tonight, but they were busy taping commercials or wrapping up their shows for the evening. Only Mr. Darwin sat in silence, listening. On the second floor above him, a woman sang opera songs softly over the speakers as she recorded her voiceover track. And below him, two men laughed loudly. What a rickety old building, and an even shoddier recording studio. The soundproofing really needs an upgrade, he thought. As Mr. Darwin sat there, he couldn't help but feel that sense of loneliness and isolation creep further into the depths of him. The dim lighting and the stillness of the room made it feel like he was the only person in the world. He tried to focus on the news, to give a faux sense of socialization to his psyche. But his mind kept wandering. It was no use. He wondered what his friends were doing right now, and if they were out having fun while he was stuck in the studio. He also wondered if he had made the right career choice. As he sat there, lost in thought, he suddenly heard a faint sound coming from one of the speakers. He leaned in closer, trying to make out what it was. It sounded like someone whispering. He reached for the volume knob and turned it up, and the whispering grew louder. It was a woman's voice, but he couldn't understand what she was saying. 
He felt a chill run down his spine. Suddenly, the whispering stopped. The news came back on. Mr. Darwin sat there staring at the speaker in disbelief. Had he imagined it? Was he just tired and hearing things? He shook his head, trying to clear his thoughts. He knew he had to focus on the task at hand and finish his work for the night. But as he sat there, he couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The whispering had left him with a feeling that he couldn't quite shake. Mr. Darwin took a deep breath and decided to get up and stretch his legs, hoping that a change of scenery would help him clear his mind. As he walked down the hallway, he noticed that one of the doors was slightly ajar. Curious, he pushed the door open and peered inside. It was a small, cluttered room filled with old equipment and boxes of cables. A lone computer screen flickered in the corner, casting an eerie blue glow over the room. Suddenly, Mr. Darwin heard a noise coming from one of the boxes. He walked over and carefully lifted the lid, peering inside. To his surprise, he saw a small, fluffy kitten curled up inside the box. It looked up at him with big, curious eyes. Mr. Darwin couldn't help but smile at the sight of the little creature. He reached inside and gently picked up the kitten, cradling it in his arms as he held it. He felt a sense of warmth and comfort. The loneliness and unease that had been haunting him slowly faded away. He decided to bring the kitten back to his recording studio, hoping that it would keep him company for the rest of the night. As he sat back down in his chair, the kitten snuggled up in his lap, purring contently. Mr. Darwin smiled, feeling grateful for the unexpected companion and the sense of peace that it brought him. Stroking the soft fur of the kitten in his lap, as he petted the kitten, he noticed that its fur felt a bit rougher than he remembered. He frowned, wondering if he was imagining things. He lifted the kitten up to get a better look. And to his horror, he realized that it wasn't a kitten at all. It was a rat. A wave of revulsion washed over him. He threw the rat down onto the floor, feeling foolish and disgusted as it scurried away. How could he have been so stupid? He had let his desperate need for attention deceive him into thinking that he could have found a cuddly cat when it was nothing more than a disease-ridden rodent. He couldn't help but wonder if he had lost his mind. 
Had he really been so lonely that he had mistaken a rat for a kitten? As Mr. Darwin sat there, stunned by the revelation, he suddenly heard a loud thud from outside. He leapt from his chair and peered out the window. He saw a tall figure standing on the sidewalk in front of the building. It wore a black trench coat and a fedora hat. A large brown book lay in its hand. Mr. Darwin gasped when he saw that the book was covered in blood. The person began walking towards the building, and Mr. Darwin's heart raced as he couldn't drop the feeling that it was coming for him. He fumbled for his phone, trying to call for help, but his hands were shaking so bad that he dropped it. He could hear the person's footsteps echoing in the quiet street below. He realized that somehow the sounds of the steps was playing through the radio, growing louder and closer with each passing moment. As the figure reached the entrance of the building, Mr. Darwin saw that its face was obscured by shadows. The person shot their head around with inhuman force, sure to cause whiplash on a mere mortal. And for a moment their eyes met. Mr. Darwin gasped in terror when he saw that the person's eyes were completely black, like two bottomless pits. The figure began to ascend the stairs, and Mr. Darwin realized that he was trapped. He was alone, with no way out, and no one to help him. He sat back down in his chair, trying to steady his breathing as the figure's footsteps grew louder and closer. The sound of the rat scurrying feet echoed in his mind. The latch clicked, and the heavy studio door swung open. Mr. Darwin stared through the darkness, unable to move, but he couldn't even make out a figure. It was as though nothing was there. Had he been wrong again? Was nobody after him? He breathed a sigh of relief, glad it had gone. Feeling foolish, he glanced back at his desk, where the kitten lay sleeping happily, unaware. He put his hands behind his head as he sank back into the padded leather chair and began to stroke her once more. Breaking his tranquility, a woman's voice came back through the radio. Hello? Is anyone there? She said, her voice crackling with static. Mr. Darwin was startled by the sudden sound and quickly turned up the volume on the radio. Yes, I'm here, he said, his voice shaking. Who are you? What's going on? My name is Sarah, the woman said. I'm trying to reach out to anyone who can hear me. Something strange is happening, and I don't know what to do. What do you mean? Mr. Darwin asked. There's something out there, Sarah said, her voice trembling. 
Something that's not human. It's been following me. And I don't know how much longer I can stay safe. Mr. Darwin's mind raced as he listened to her words. He had felt the same sense of unease since the moment he had tuned into the radio. Now hearing someone else experiencing the same thing, his fear turned to a sense of urgency. Stay on the line, Sarah, he said, his voice steady now. I'm going to try to help you. Part of him wondered if he imagined the voice, or if it was just a prank from one of his colleagues. They never liked him. But then, the studio door creaked open again, and the hairs on the back of his neck stood up. This time, there was no mistaking it. A figure stood in the doorway. The same person he had seen before, with the black eyes and a bloodied book. Mr. Darwin froze unable to move. As the figure began to move towards him with slow, deliberate steps, the woman's voice came through the radio again, but this time it was distorted and echoed, as if coming from a faraway place. You shouldn't have come here, Mr. Darwin, the voice said. You should have stayed away. Mr. Darwin's heart pounded in his chest as the figure loomed over him. He tried to scream, but no sound came out. He was paralyzed with fear, unable to do anything as the figure reached out a hand and grabbed him by the throat. The kitten leaped off Mr. Darwin's lap and scurried under the desk. The figure tightened its grip on Mr. Darwin's throat, and he felt his vision start to fade. He thought he was going to die. But then, just as suddenly as it had appeared, the figure vanished. The pressure on Mr. Darwin's throat released, and he gasped for breath. He looked around the studio, but there was no one there. The woman's voice came through the radio once more, clear and ominous. You can't escape me, Mr. Darwin. I will always be watching you. A sharp pain pierced through his ankle. He looked down with the haste of a hare running from a hawk and saw that it was bleeding. The rat, which had been hiding beneath the desk, had bitten him. How had he forgotten? that there was no kitten. Something was wrong. Suddenly, the image of the black-eyed figure came back to him, and he shivered in disgust. Mr. Darwin stumbled back from his desk, his ankle throbbing with pain. He knew he had to get out of there, but his mind was in a haze. Was the woman on the radio behind all this? Who was she? How did she know his name? The questions raced through his mind as he made his way to the door, his heart pounding in his chest as he fumbled with the lock. He heard the woman's voice again, 
this time whispering in his ear. You can't escape me, Mr. Darwin. I'll be with you wherever you go. He flung the door open and ran out into the hallway, not looking back. He could hear something chasing him, a sound of footsteps echoing off the walls. He ran faster, pushing himself to his limits, until he finally burst through the front doors of the radio station and into the cool night air. He collapsed on the ground, gasping for breath, his heart racing. He looked around, but there was no sign of anyone following him. Was it all in his head? Had he imagined everything? As he lay there, trying to catch his breath, he heard a faint whisper on the wind. It was the woman's voice, and it was getting closer. He scrambled to his feet and ran as fast as he could. Not looking back, his mind racing with fear and uncertainty. Whatever was happening, he knew he had to get as far away from that radio station as possible. Mr. Darwin ran until he couldn't run no more. He stumbled through the streets, his ankles screaming with pain until he finally collapsed in a heap on the ground. He looked around, disoriented, not knowing where he was. But the woman's voice was still with him, whispering in his ear, You can't escape me, Mr. Darwin. I'll always be watching you. He tried to shake the voice from his head, but it wouldn't go away. It was like a virus, infecting his thoughts, driving him to the brink of madness. He didn't know what to do. As he lay there, helpless and alone, he felt a presence in the darkness. He looked up and saw a figure approaching him. Its eyes black as night, its mouth twisted in a grotesque grin. It was the same figure he had seen in the radio station. He tried to move to run away, but his body was paralyzed with fear. The figure loomed over him, its breath hot on his face. And then... Just as suddenly as it had appeared, the figure vanished. Mr. Darwin was alone once again, in the middle of the empty street. He got up slowly, his mind racing. What had just happened? Was it all in his head? Or was there really something out there? Something that was trying to get him. He stumbled forward, not paying attention to his surroundings. Lost in his thoughts, and then, just as he turned a corner, he heard the sound of a car screeching to a halt. Before he could react, he felt a sharp impact and everything went black. When he came to, he was lying on the pavement, 
his body racked with pain. He tried to move, but every breath was agony. He looked up and saw the blurred outline of a person standing over him, calling for an ambulance. As he drifted in and out of consciousness, Mr. Darwin saw it was the figure from the radio station standing over him, its black eyes staring down at him with a twisted smile. The phone had been the one from his office, ripped from the cord, and it suddenly hit him. The ambulance wasn't coming. He tried to scream, but no sound came out. The figure leaned down and whispered in his ear, You thought you could escape me, Mr. Darwin, but I'll always be with you. You belong to me now. At least, he was no longer alone. This is some of the nightly encounters that us radio folk have to deal with. Unfortunately, Mr. Darwin had to be let go from the station. He's no longer working for us. So when you sit here and you listen to my stories, remember, you are not alone. We are never alone. If you like this story, you could have many more to listen to. I really do enjoy telling you these stories. So, if you enjoy listening to them, then be sure to rate us on your preferred platform, because I will always be here with more stories to tell. Thank you again for stopping by, but I must go now. Farewell.